welcome to the Inspiring Human Potential podcast. You will find on this podcast, this channel, Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Self-Empowered Enlightened Channeled Guidance episodes, the 5DC I Am Expanding Consciousness episodes, Inner Growth Mindset episodes, 5DC, Krishna Lila, Lightworker episodes, The Adventure of a Lifetime, and Twin Flames and Soulmates, or Lightworkers, Life, and much, much more. And some of these will be subscription-based content, and some will be freely available content. What's most important to note about the IHP podcast is that we uncountry love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will and are at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to just getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q a's and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada 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 okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever-expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities that is if the opportunity to expand and create is taken and remember that we do have to 
choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state guys that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain and we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes so remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button and it really isn't a button it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires and all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh unforgiving not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are so long story short enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love l-o-v-e capitalized actually means in action which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is and enlightenment as a soul age group knows all of these things fyi pure love compassion kindness empathy these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without in the external it is from this place that we see the true heart of all people all humanity has a heart that is this they may not know it but it is this that we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide divide is a choice by the people of all lands every time people choose to speak act and take steps that are not loving not compassionate or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other so whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip or i hope you can and if you can't well you guys get to be reminded about this which i would say is quite awesome come on and i'm trying to make it fun see (laughs) also the only answers have always been the same 
it's called love cooperation compromise structure organization communication and so much building together so when we choose to be from heart we are always doing loving cooperative compromising structure all of it it's not going to be perfect again flaws and imperfections so what is this this is i am life i am love i am expanding consciousness i am infinite higher human consciousness potential love maria and just so that that we close with a couple of great quotes and before we do that i actually will have some other added information seneca or seneca i don't know how they pronounce but one time discovers truth very true always always and then here's another one wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for a kindness this is always seneca but my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we are life we are love we are expanding consciousness which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential we live it and again Rumi this is Rumi goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul there is no such thing as separation the entire life of an enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective and so we'll stand up and say be yourself but we won't mean be yourself from the ego we'll mean be your expanded consciousness self our bodies contract whenever there is anything that is beneath the zero vibration beneath the land of neutral the land of equanimity and we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects depths of dimensions this is why we have shiva and kali besides krishna lila krishna lila we experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness we have an irrepressible child it's not a child it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagus field shiva we know non-being we have been unseen unheard unvalidated unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places and loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times our non-being is because shiva was never scary darkness is not scary nor is it evil we actually know what it's like again not to be seen or heard or validated and we understood why kali because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what i can feel or think you may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be but besides that and no matter what age you were this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older so this is a little bit of that 
5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and still is ongoing because i keep up to date with my psychoeducation and i plan on integrating quantum physics if i am able to grasp those concepts but the bringing together of human and spiritual elements so humanity and spirituality one and in the same although obviously they have their reasons for why's we bring together existentialism psychology sociology neuroscience the spirituality elements involve ascension discussing clairs astrology meta astrology metaphysics 3d 4d 5d these dimensions sometimes we talk about spiritual awakening tarot akashic record readings or just talking about things like akashic akash okay we explore human evolution with the understanding that that is the expanding consciousness so all these subject matters and more it's a multidisciplinary approach okay we bring together again human and spiritual elements to explore the human evolution and consciousness those of you who are life love expanding consciousness and an infinite higher human potential from your mind are going to be able to follow those who are linear you might have questions please feel free to reach out i'm here to share any thoughts anything that is of support again it's something to give the enlightenment soul age group specifically their voice because we don't have a voice out there i have yet to hear the voice of expanding consciousness and here's what um, i will leave you with it is something that involves always seeking not believing we don't believe in the sense of there's only one truth we're always adding to our truth bank if you will because all opinions all perspectives all thoughts all emotions exist and so again welcome to the ihp podcast i look forward to hearing from you guys on any questions on anything again even those who would like to perhaps present a completely opposing view we're open to hearing everything because you know as long as it's loving obviously and when i say loving i mean that it supports the expansion of consciousness of humanity and us working together and being functional adults meaning we can agree to disagree peacefully and allow our life which needs air water and food to keep existing we need those bare necessities from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you if there's one thing that will let you know if you're a 5d self-empowered enlightened person in the enlightenment soul age group is the ability to always be in this isness in your ventral vagal state in this state of physiological compassion that is a mechanism very easily described and um, explained by compassion training experts in addition to trauma research experts the ones that are updated with the way that our neurobiology neurophysiology works 
and here's the other indication that your 5dc in the enlightenment soul age group is your love for humanity and what i mean by that is actual love like you wake up and you're just wow doesn't matter what's happening and it's not positivity it's not pink tainted glasses anybody who even remotely has that thought you get to hear about the enlightenment so age group perspective you obviously are not in it just yet and you don't have to be because here's the part beyond spirituality that it is always free will uh, choice of a person to become an individual who gets enough information to understand what witnessing mind means both from the psychoeducational perspective equally from a spirituality guru such as said guru when i put together my lovely trauma educational certificate with somatopia and what i get to still learn with with my own pace my classes with nicabm.com one recently that i finished is masters of trauma i'll be getting to start with dan siegel in interpersonal neurobiology that one's really exciting because he brings together um, physics biology sociology psychology mathematics and i forget some other aspects that i'm looking forward to hearing about and just from his description alone uh, it reminds me of the way that our psychological floor is described by forget the name of the the doctor the psychiatrist psychologist that teaches this in one of my classes with nicbm.com and she explains every person's psychological floor so all joe joettes all of us we have the same psychological floor it's a neo neocortex with six neurons uh, two are for the here and now then there are two in the middle and then there are another two that are the past the implicit memory system and i was fucking up meaning i don't remember which one goes on top or the bottom so let's leave that one out of there just so that i can stay within <coughs> sharing information that is applicable in a way that again uh, keeps us flowing so they meet in the middle the here and now with the implicit memory system meets in the middle and that creates the subjective reality of a person so your implicit memory system though is the safety behavior of an infant that then started to grow up and has a bunch of other charged states now some will just call it the uh, internal family system and they'll have different names for it like protectors i like to use what i learned from my trauma educational certificate class from sue martin my teacher who's also a psychologist psychiatrist i forget her exact title but she spells out the five charge state that every person has all of us now the ones who have borderline that has a very different um, experience because there's an actual fragment which is why because the trauma was so great the the need for the infant to dissociate from that part because of the emotional uh, situation and i'm sure there's a bunch of other things long story short when that happens there's usually different voices you'll notice a person will have a different voice for that charge state and it can be the one-year-old attach panicky to three the three to seven is the shame submissive then we got the freeze is for all ages and the flight is 11 12 and the fight is 14 15 16 which is a teenager those flight and fight are our first two modalities that i think about a decade ago the psychiatry community uncovered humanity has this flight fight response then they uncovered shortly after we also have a freeze response 
out of the freeze response we have actually the ability to be in sympathetic so because our muscles will be rigid but if the poor infant is stuck at home they're going to have to go flaccid their freeze is going to be cut become from hyper to dorsal vagal so their body's going to pretend it's dead or feel like it's dead and really what happens is the endorphins the orphans are released in order for the infant to have out not as much pain so it's out of body experience which you can see in an adult when they're going to a type of dorsal vagal with dissociation even though they're present they got this little balloon around them and they're there oh i can tell them talking to them but their energy is completely not there and when it's from a situation of trauma like one of my friends who i know who had a very healthy brain and now has a very traumatized i mean it's not very it's just the traumatized brain her face changed her upper structure and in fact this is where traumatized brain uh, the components are an enlarged amygdala a shrunken hippocampus and a shrunken prefrontal cortex so her structure i noticed it because i've known her at least 10 years obviously there's no point in me saying hey by the way i think you have trauma from your you know physiologically abusive and psychologically abusive five-year relationship which you didn't even tell me about obviously you know like this is one of those things where you you don't go around telling people stuff like that Uh, i mentioned that i'm a mentor and just mentioning these aspects of my mentorship and that i'm a reiki master made her body shudder in fear which other people are completely oblivious to because you know this is where we'll just put that one to the side uh they think that lifestyle choices are like the movies because you know we've had so many years of the from our roman empire ancestors of gluttony and you know people prefer using spirituality terminology versus using actual science to understand that no human being is a shitty piece of person they're actually all people and we're all a spiritual spirituality process here's where kali comes in because we all are consciousness and consciousness expands with the human evolution of our lovely species so here's where we're moving beyond spirituality for a very specific reason and that is because they come together and in fact when you learn anything from Sadhguru, and then you're also learning from the lovely psych educators one plus one they actually are one equals one equals one they match to a t in the most amazing way possible because for those of us who are 5dc again we love humanity we are a person i'm a human like anybody else i don't come from planet x z y g d e f g and i can have seen all the past lives that i want to have seen and i'm sure i'll see way more but guess what i know i am i'm a person and my name's maria and i love learning and i've been learning a lot about the body and wow is it empowering so when you move beyond these words that people use just to feel better about themselves which is quite sad that they don't feel good about themselves just the way they are makes me think of when i was a child and started to love myself just for how i was thanks to being supported and though thanks to my own heart saying well why would i not give myself the same love i give to people that makes no sense it's almost like saying let me just drown myself in my own what because you know the reality is if you try most people will not be able to successfully hold their nose for long and if somebody holds your nose and stops you from breathing i'm pretty sure you're going to start trying to get them off of you the sad sad truth about those who actually do commit suicide is that they actually have the need of support and nobody 
should think of oh how wonderful the ones who think of oh how wonderful are also need help of some sort because that is just repressed i don't know unsatisfaction of your own life to desire something like that and to actually think of yourself as better than another human being is an indication of your level of insecurity because if you know you're an awesome human being you know what you don't know or what you don't need and what you don't want what you don't know is basically envy one you don't have envy you don't have jealousy even if you remotely feel it you're like hmm that's an insecurity right there what's going on dude or do that because you're going to keep yourself in this check and balances of what is called actual genuine just love for who you are in the most innocent of ways that can be compared to krishna lila shiva and kali all in one which is where jesus also comes into the mix at least for me personally and all these expressions of consciousness as a kid was with me or were with me and still are with me but they're not in, in in any way shape or form as entities that i believe in in the sense of they're not the it's not the thought that i'm talking about i'm talking about the feeling of consciousness so the 5dc person has no envy because we don't want to be and we are not it's not even about want to be you actually know you got a body i i, I told my mom at three at it's my body you can't spank me <laughs> like, and i told the biological father who mixed me up with my twin after the third time dude my name's maria not like that but uh, basically and i was also informed of how much i was upset in the incubator at seven months for having been separated from my twin and i was just moving all over the place trying to get out of that thing so you know at the end of the day people who have belief systems they go and navigate spaces i have plenty of resources that i carried with me throughout my younghood and adulthood and they're still here but the reality is i can tell any person where the level of firmness came from it's called my own heart and my own body and my actual own just regular not even a genius mind i'm just an average day joe or joette if you ask me to do any sat i will not do very well i I know because i'm an academic as well and when i took the it wasn't even the sats it was the other test i barely made it to the as in the average now i got a's in school that's because of the hard work it took me and i don't remember shit from my school days by the way so ask me anything i'll be like ah i forget right now because i don't do that so long story short this uh cortex though this neocortex we all have is the ability for every person to have a presence this consciousness that people love putting in their mouth mindfulness again in their mouth but they don't actually know what they're talking about when it comes to their human body and so they dehumanize it which makes this great story for a lot of people which is why people don't actually empower themselves because they don't know that isness is a choice (laughs) from your own brain and your own choosing when your charge states are there of what to do and i laugh not because it's funny because i know some people whenever they start to get in their protector modes yeah i I see it i've seen it i've seen it all and now i actually am very grateful for my neuroscience stuff because i know exactly how to handle when people start to get afraid just the other day i was having a conversation with a person they were calmly talking and all of a sudden they started to mention these potentials for war and and i gathered they were watching the the average day news media because you know that's what people do and uh, i remember also a lot of 
texts that I've written and read, excuse me, <clears throat> about the timeline of this lovely 5D plane and how it would look and how the people who choose to still navigate 3D, 4D bandwidth will, will think that they'll be afraid and I'll just use that. And uh, just from the uh, Compassionate Summit with trauma, with um, Tara Brock, I think it was Compassionate last year, March, <clears throat> where she describes what already Greg Braden had shared in a different way to the UN. I uh, know way back, I don't remember what year, he gave a speech and Sadhguru's giving a speech too. So we've got all these people giving speeches to these leaders. Hopefully they've taken note of it. Uh, that's what I always hope. And from my academic years, I'm pretty sure they have taken note of it. So uh, that's why I can't, you know, go and argue with those who want to have their little conspiracy stuff because there are things that work certain ways that will allow certain stories to live in the hearts and minds of people that have decided that they know everything that's going to happen because, you know, they know everything, apparently. 4D, 3D people are the ones who know everything. 5D people, no, we know, we know some things and we know that we co-create and we're actually quite enamored with co-creation because we get to every day work with somebody new, do something new. We are aware, witnessing mind of the here and now plus our implicit memory system of our own self, of our entire humanity, of our everything. Everything is right here in this isness. And so here's the thing, isness is a ventral vagal state, it is a state of compassion. Now being able to be a somatic empath, so reading a room just like that is very straightforward for us. We don't care about reading a room, FYI, because we don't think of humanity as evil, unlike 4D people who are always strategically thinking, oh, that's a narcissist over there, oh, that might be a sociopath, oh, that might be lying to me, oh, this person over here, oh, that, I hate that person. There is like so much room for these people to be using their brains differently, but because they don't recognize that everything that they're doing is a reflection of how terrified they were in their own households. Because, you know, authoritarian parents, you know what happens to children who have authoritarian parents. Thank you, psychoeducators. <clears throat> they, will, they will have to have learned not to trust themselves and they will have had to disengage from trusting their own body. So if my stomach and tummy hurts, I will ignore and learn to ignore that, which is why some people, they have such a lifestyle. I always wondered, like, how do you not know what the fuck is going on with your body? Like, with everything you're abusing it with, it's like, oh, now I get it. Because they're completely dissociated from their body without even knowing it. And so, you know, there's just so many things that can be brought down. And these are not negative things for the person who's inclined to want to be self-empowered, even without 5D. And while others will use trending topics and they will learn to treat their physiology well, that's only one element of being alive and being a person. In fact, it's quite reductive, not to say emotionless, because it's very mechanical. And you see them, you see them treating their body like a machine, and you see them talking about themselves like they're a program. So here's where, again, a 5D person is pure life. We are oneness consciousness. And let me, on that note, read a couple of lovely Sadhguru quotes, because he always, always, always makes me happy. I hear everything he gets to say. So he says, if you sufficiently use the body, body has everything to create health for itself. And here's another one. May you be blissful. That is the greatest success in life. And you know how many people actually think this is true? Mm, I don't know what the majority is yet. 
but here's another one that i loved and i've shared with you this before how to work with the um <clears throat> the younger parts so let me get the title of this one second because i have many screenshots so here he's talking about how to approach and help heal attachment wounds every one of us by six months will want to attach and a wound would be one of those charged states that has not been brought to the forefront of the adult self so the adult self would be you when you're in your neocortex here and now aware of implicit memory system so reactiveness and so in the middle is where that reality you can be your own witness if you choose to just pause versus immediately go after what you're thinking and here's where those enlightenment uh, teachers not said guru because said guru is uh, a guru i'm talking about like non-dualistic teachers or those who define themselves as expanding consciousness teachers the ones who support people to enlighten they're not in the enlightenment soul age group they're in other soul age groups for the most part if they're enlightened then they will be talking to you in specific ways and they will also be addressing the topics they address not with the trending but like when i share with you it's not boring but it's detailed and it also gives you room to understand ownership and to understand actually what is being told so we don't do this like here let me break it down and make it into this uh, mantra of sort there's a way that you authentically and genuinely say here's how it worked for me here's how it can work for you and you know blah 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 so we also don't you know like the whole guru thing there's a there's a reason for why some people become gurus and and then usually it's in time even though i know that they say that said guru is self-proclaimed but um, putting that to the side so these three ways to approach healing attachment wounds we've discussed this before the first is witnessing so right here is where you would become aware i'll give you the example um in for example that recent summer conversation where it went from happy laughing with a caring connection to them being upset because i said something that triggered their ego because the ego is triggered because what they heard was they're rejecting me okay so automatically the sentence was rejection and they got angry and they instead of being able to speak those words they reacted with um basically starting to it's the shame deflecting itself so what happened was i'm going to now uh say why are you accusing me of something like that how dare you offend me so what was a sentence that to an average day-to-day person means zero a person who feels rejected and has certain types of ego insecurities the reaction is how dare you offend me accusation so if the person had been a witness of themselves i'm going to use them they would not have reacted with the statement they would have done something different which would have been no no that's not in any way shape or form what i intend so yeah don't worry about it totally cool okay so there would have been a communication not an attack and 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 in and uh let me point that finger at you and become the outer critic now this is where the person's completely oblivious unconscious because that's where they're not in awareness that they just went to that implicit memory system and what is that that is the fight flight 
and freeze remember dan siegel explains there's three ways when we are in our survival brain mode we will react and it will be either to flee it will be to fight or it will be to freeze the freeze would have been somebody crumbling and starting to cry and you know or something along the lines of how you know just yeah crying helpless hopeless an ego that would be shattered the flight would be anxiety and and a, and a way of being anxious about how they would answer so you'd feel anxiety the fight is what instead i got which is how dare you and this is where shame deflects itself so already a person who feels unworthy because shame is equal i'm unworthy and that's where the attachment wounds are it doesn't matter to what degree and so here's why beyond spirituality because Sadhguru one talks about how to learn to respond versus react even though he doesn't use the psychoeducation he explains exactly what he means in his entire inner engineering course the people in the spiritual elements so the 4d realm those who have a couple of clairs and they think they know it all they're basically thinking of this light darkness battle they're stuck in 4d 3d land by their own choosing they will call something like that a person who has either karma or is a karmic or they would start talking about the negative energy vampire that they are or the narcissist that they are or the empath or whatever like all these narratives would come out of the mouth of a 4d person 3d people would just have judged that which in fact is what 3d people oh that's so rude so 5d people know it's not rude and it's not an energy vampire it's a human being who actually is in their biological root state because they don't recognize that their implicit memory system holds a trauma a attachment wound and that they have an attachment style and only if that person treats themselves as a person normalizes trauma and uses this word differently than what 4d 3d people do maybe maybe they'll be empowered and so here's where ihp all of my content is to support people to just be themselves i've went from only talking about inner growth and that mindset to amplifying it but the mindset is everything and here's what we already know is that people who don't think that they are key to anything and that it's external that must will not be in 5d anytime soon they will be in 4d 3d for some time now they can stick to their stories i'll get back to the other story because that's a person who's in between worlds they're here and there but they're still not really convinced and it's not even about conviction you know the thing is when i began having clairs i never felt special i'm a person like anybody else and what i also knew was what i'm reading it's something that's written it's not going to look the way like that it's written because it sounds too off some things did happen other things instead they're in this i don't know and the reality is when i think of all the people that i shared in a way things with and now i get to watch them in 4d land i'm like dude why how do you not see what you're doing to yourself like how do you not see that you're not grounded in being a person you're not helping yourself to get out of attachment wounds you're just sitting in these stories and that's where the imagination land is and this is where though it's reality and reality is subjective as the updated psychoeducators say and you know what gets me going really big time is when they got some empirical academic quote-unquote asshole wanting to speak about humanity in a way that they don't know shit 
because they don't i just choose not to engage because i'm not here to prove to people that humanity has infinite potential because the minute a person shows me they don't believe in that is the minute that i know you obviously don't believe in yourself and i'm not going to try battling to help you believe in your own self that's your own quote-unquote battle and it's not a battle it's called self-love and if you don't have it well then i definitely know thank you to all of my oversoul pieces that i won't be able to prove to you that you can love yourself what i'll get is shit thrown in my face every time i try to say hey your implicit memory system's acting up (laughs) it's something you can work on so there you go um back to the story land and giving you concrete examples in that moment on my end what was happening was a flashback to things that are my implicit memory system and that are connected to something very important and very extremely sad and in fact in that moment had i been alone with the caring connection i might have i don't know i might have been able to express the sadness but uh also not really because they're not the person that is uh who i would have wanted to be in this because see the sadness comes for reasons that can be only uh metabolized in the in the appropriate way with the individual that obviously uh it relates to and so out of two reasons this would not have been ideal either alone or not alone because of knowing who and what and why and out of respect for the individual because it's our story it's our stuff so those would be two reasons why even had i been in the opportunity to express a moment i probably would have disengaged from the storytelling because it was not something that i wanted to make another person informed of plus there's nothing to uh, tend to because you know again sadness equals love so that's a primary emotion which is why another indication you're a 5d person is you have no issue being vulnerable and on that note when you look at evolutionary science which is what these lovely academic assholes the ones who think they know humanity but they don't know these data points if they did they would they wouldn't speak out of their asses uh two data points evolutionary science shows why people do herd mentality i think i shared that before so whether it's authoritarian parents or not the people of our species learn to trust others more than themselves because otherwise lions bears tigers aha or some poisonous fruit and i'm sure that they didn't gauge and learn things because they already had a you know oh i know that i'm sure it was trial and error (laughs) but hey who am i maybe it was aliens right so there you go two i just recently learned from the compassion training this guy i forget his name um but he has a compassion training center and they did a survey and their studies on why people what emotions people have the most challenge with and he said do you know that the number one it's not anger it's not even anxiety because we were talking about regret and how people will stick and stay in regret for the rest of their lives instead of face it and basically get out of it uh, and they regret never taking a chance you know so haven't been have not been able to do things is one of the biggest regrets so when people think back to their past and they know that they didn't put in all that they could have put in right so they they have awareness of of where they were not able to um basically do something and now that they do know they regret because they realize shit i could have done this 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 and this 
so what they were not able to do is what they regret and it's sad because they stay stuck in that instead of doing something about it so he goes on to share with us the number one emotion that humans avoid are is, is equal to sadness the primary emotion sadness and i'm going to read to you what he says so that you can hear he says humans are more likely to avoid sadness than a lot of other emotions and this is what some of the research that has been done from the compassion focused therapy community has found he says fear and anger are avoided as well but sadness is what they are most adverse to and he says when you look at evolutionary antecedents because when we feel overwhelmed by sadness when we cry we experience what is called as the collapsing self we lose muscle tone our eyes can become watery from lacrimation we are not activated that means the nervous system is dead and not there ready to defend us we constrict and that makes us vulnerable so the the body constricts to predation meaning you can be easily eaten by someone which would be an animal and this leads also sadness to isolation from a social group which is important for our survival and in fact some theories of evolutionary history of crying suggest that crying emerged as a signal of connection and emotional safeness in attachment bonds that people are more likely to cry when they feel socially safe they're more likely to experience mentalization and clarity of empathy which is why they say i'm sorry it's not just a shame response they begin to think about what it is like for you as they're crying so he goes on to say sadness that slowing down that shared sad space of unfrozen grief someone can think about the other person so they're thinking of you as well Uh, the place of grief and deep appreciation of the tragedy of human life and loss of what could have been is a profoundly transformational space so they're trying to share how to support people who come to us so for me as a mentor people who would have grief how to support them in these moments of regret and to evaluate in that space well let's let's uh, process the sadness let's metabolize it let's look at it and let's share this space of love so here's where sadness in fact to a 5dc person in enlightenment soul age group we don't get angry when i'm sad i don't get angry i just i'm sad so back to the ability to not feel ashamed we're never ashamed of crying we just know it's a private thing so when you're private it doesn't mean because you don't want to share out of some strategy which is where other people in the attachment styles are because they're not a secure ego they're not a self that has the adult in the room they're still not witnessing their own implicit memory system so let me finish with the healing attachment wound so we can keep talking and again the subjective reality in the middle i want to give you that example is where the lady explains i'm giving a speech i've been giving speeches to psychologists all the time this one reminds me of that speech that i gave way back when because she's feeling certain things probably that bring her back to that moment and she's like but i'm here now there's summer there's this there's the air so there's a recognizing what the sensations are part of so for the 5dc person this is easy i've done it my entire life i didn't know it was witnessing mine so i don't have in fact attachment wounds that i haven't worked with and i don't have wounds and in fact i don't think people should think of their their own charge states as wounds which is why we create different types of conversations i give you the enlightenment soul age group expanding consciousness voice because when you are always connected to akashic intelligence to full consciousness 
don't use the words please grace in a way of a belief system move beyond them as long as you speak in a way that keeps you connected to belief systems you don't move into shiva space into nothingness so for me getting here was not hard i actually step by step by step have always been aware of where i was moving into more of maria more of who i've always been this unconditional love this ability to sit in firmness as i was being described by my lovely mother which is always good to hear those descriptions because they witness our body so she says you've always been giving but also firm you've always been loving but also standing the standing is my ventral vagal state as explained by the lovely psychoeducators because not bending down is not about arrogance it's an actual i can feel it in my body i know what love is i know what it means to have what is called respect for each other no boundaries i don't need boundaries if you don't have a weapon in front of me i don't need boundaries and this ventral vagal state is though a muscle tone in your physiology and i can feel it it's in the midsection which is where in fact um it's always been there very straightforward again why would i share love with you and not with myself that kind of seems stupid if you ask me because it also is counterproductive to me being able to live life you know again if you put your hands on my nose i will make sure to punch them if i can <laughs> and get you off of me you know like i will defend my life and any person who thinks ill of humanity doesn't keep that in mind they don't think of the person as being a human being who is defending themselves the part that i didn't know of was protectors so these uh, protectors of all the other charge states are the different uh, molds this narcissistic rage or the gray rage of the psychopath or just the sociopath and the way she describes things it <laughs> all is insecurity you, you ask me to look at anyone i'll tell you who's secure it's a sad guru and it's anyone who can stand in front of anyone and to be able and be composed not with control no 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 i can tell when they're controlling that's why as i was saying the physiological people all you need to do if you wanted to is flick their ego and they'd come crumbling down because their rigidity is a facade there's a way you can tell when there's a rigidity of a facade versus the actual thing and here i'm going to use another example i have scoliosis and i was doing certain exercises that i thought were helping but i had that uh, huge back pain thing went on with my back that my osteopath yelled at me because a bunch of things anyways long story short when i went to him though i shared with him what exercise i was doing and he's like what are you stupid this is my osteopath but he's great at what he does he knows what he's doing long story short he explained to me the difference between working your core muscles versus working those external muscles and so he said these exercises are not working the muscles that you need to work to enable your spine to have what is going to keep it erect straight and it's the same thing when i see a person i can tell if their muscles are pretend and that's it and in fact they will usually have a specific demeanor and i'm thinking of there's this one guy he's all about actually there's two two men there's spokesperson they're trending topics they're trending everything actually no now that i think about there's three and they have this inflatedness about them they're sharing empowering information but it's all this facade work and what i mean by that again they're focused on control enlightenment so age group people we don't control ourselves we 
are ourselves we don't manage our emotions we are our emotions and the thing is because we have shiva and kali so here's where sadness <laughs> we're not afraid of sadness and never have been it's called sadness for a reason and then it's it's actually equal to love it's not a bad thing our evolutionary people they were in the middle of the savanna we're not there anymore the 5d person has had a knack for knowing i ain't in the medieval times and i definitely ain't in the savannah so i don't need to be afraid of you and i laugh because i think of when i was a teenager and all these natural ways of me exploring things and today i got the psychoeducators or a sad guru talking about stuff that's like ah, that's common sense right here oh wow i love that one i'm having a blast coming up with content for you guys like you have no idea and the more i think of those who are in other soul age groups like the one lady about men as interpersonal feminists you rock lady man because she had this whole way of talking i'm like yeah and it came after i did this one episode i don't remember which one it is where i was like damn maybe i should change that and now i'm like nope nope it's good it's good because see 5d is nothing more than us just speaking common sense because we're grown-ups the true grown-ups, not the pretend ones, which are all the ones with their little mantles. I'm a mindfulness coach. And it's not about the mindfulness coach. <laughs> it's about the energy behind it. You'll always know when you have in front of you a 5D person versus a 4D person who thinks of themselves as a mindfulness coach of every other person. They're not actually respecting uh, another life's journey. They're in their own ego with this, this these tainted glasses as if they're going to save the this idea of saving okay here's the thing it's not um this it's soulless it's 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 a person wanting to empower themselves having empowered themselves and here having their group follow them like little sheep so for any person who's truly 5d no we will see that and we'll be like oh i need to just move my eyes to the other place because i know they got 100 million gazillion followers and all those people are sad 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 humans who don't even know yet that they have so much more potential but let me turn again around because they don't resolve they have not resolved their attachment wound and their little protector lenses are stuck on their face so much that even if you went up to them because believe me when i when i say i do my i know how to be politically correct in any circumstance i don't know how to uh, make my tone sweet and kind i'm still learning that part of, of and i don't want to make it sweet and kind because actually that doesn't work for the shame deflection what there is a need of is a is of a prosody or prosody I, I can't use that word correctly but it's a it's a way of being able to have the compassion love while also having the firmness because shame will just automatically think of themselves as unworthy so if you're if you're too nice and they go oh, don't don't be nice you're faking nice you know like they'll they'll throw shit at you again so there's all these little things that we know about so the person for example with the control facade i don't even bought that i don't i don't engage because with those uh i've always moved away from those people because <clears throat> the reality is they're that fragile and so i'm not going to be mean because that would be mean and while other people think that that's a person shying away because usually these people will look like they're dangerous meaning that they could punch you in the face and granted i am four foot nine so i do know that I, physically speaking I will, i'm not a match but it's it's really not that even though it might partially be that had i been a man very tall probably i'd be a bit of an asshole 
yeah probably that that's true I'll, I'll admit that I would probably be a little bit more uh, feisty because I know that I would be able to take a punch so you know what let's let's leave that one there the reality is see life always gets us to move more in the direction of our enlightenment versus that so uh, to the story that I was using as the example if the person in front of me had been a witness to themselves they would not have reacted how they did I was a witness to myself and knew where that uh, flashback and it was really just a bunch of emotions that wanted to cascade into uh, crying but it had nothing to do with the, the person in front of me and in fact at the same moment my ability to care more about right here that empathy clarity of empathy i cared more about my friend being upset at me and what they were saying although i knew it was kind of bullshit i also didn't know i got confirmation later that my hunch and my way of addressing what i addressed how i addressed it was correct and in fact fast forward if you remember there was an apology indirect apology but there is an apology for that very moment because i addressed it with this person at a certain point later on where i said i really want us to talk about that moment where we had this you know interaction i don't like that we had this interaction it doesn't make me happy i want to talk talk and instead of choosing to talk they shared a song that specifically showed me their apology and how shitty they felt so they know probably because their loved one that's shared with them how many times they've done these things and here's where i by that point had realized their attachment style anyways because i know their attachment style and here's where they have in fact attachment wounds and they have an ego that does not know self-confidence so moving on from that story to the other conversation that was recently uh, held where we're just talking about mm, things relationships world yada yada 5d and uh, i mentioned you know the polyamorous thing because they're asking me about my significant relationships and they had shared about theirs so i said you know i've actually finally been able to realize i'm a polyamorous person i just love people and i know my connections so this is where it creates a situation for me with my oversouls and whatnot and not a bad thing it's where somebody who would be anyone in my life significantly will either have to accept or not that's that's where i said i'm polyamorous period that's <laughs> it's not wavering anywhere and you know life is moving along and but and they all of a sudden start bringing into the mix the potential of governments and politics and you know we have a whole bunch of fear right there which is where 3d 4d is in fact and here's where though 5d is also where we know every day we co-create every day we're choosing a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group is focused on the bigger picture of ensuring that we try then they're doing they're they're not only being they're also doing so we're not using spaces this is social time for me that's why i just want to talk about it so as we're talking though they make these statements you can't treat everything like it's positive because this idea of isness so when people find a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group and is able to speak of how the world is moving along with ease their protector lenses they're triggered because they have an attachment wound in this case it's not to a person because it's not in an interpersonal relationship it's to society and it's to other themes and other topics 
and as somebody who at this point has understood how protectors work and why my demeanor as a person who is calm and easygoing is taken in so many different ways by all these different and not um all these different people who are not self-empowered uh in the complete sense of 5d self-empowered with enlightenment as that soul age group okay so they are in fear state period so piece of that moment i have one choice to do and that's always the choice of the 5d person is try to lead with a way that will bring in a safe and social demeanor and that's where i love all the psychoeducation because i can now understand the reactions 4d people just sit there oh, that's an energy vampire that's a dark aura that is this person they're vibing in their lower toroidal field i use these words differently people will choose to vibe in their lower toroidal field yes and they will have that karma that they've chosen misery yes they'll be hammered by life and sad guru said it very well when he talked about akashic intelligence it's being looked into by modern physicists and when people say oh that person they're so blissful life's so easy for them yes it's because we actually are working always with full consciousness we're so sorry that you have not been working on your own attachment wounds your entire life and that now that you have a couple of clairs you think you can foresee the future or excuse me because you watch the media and apparently you don't realize that your nervous system is regulating with the agitation of that you want to come tell me why i shouldn't be positive so while 4d 3d people would get into discussions as soon as somebody would speak of them because they have an insecure ego a person who does not have an insecure ego i raise my hand will take the word positivity throw it in the trash because they just throw that's a person throwing shit in the face of another person okay because when you tell some somebody you are with tainted glasses that's a person human explaining another human being pure and simple you will always know the right silence because it's been my entire life where i'm like okay but today what i know is that i don't have the tainted glasses that i've always said i don't have pink tainted glasses i'm not being kind i'm just speaking a truth that is my own opinion that you don't like and that's fine with me but you know you don't need to get all fussy about it (laughs) just because you're miserable I don't have to be miserable alongside with you and I don't have to agree that I'm afraid because I'm not afraid that I'm not afraid of what I see no if anything I'm disappointed oh yes especially with me being a person who got a master's in international relations and diplomacy I'm very disappointed in quote-unquote leadership oh yes let's not go down that path shall we so as this person is claiming that my way of being is positive i understand that they're being triggered by what they get to watch on tv every day and i calmly address it and allow them to share their concerns and we get into just a regular you know adult conversation about the potential for what they were talking about and me saying yes of course that's definitely a potential but you know it is what it is i mean and that was that so the second part of helping a person to heal an attachment wound is when you have the corrective experience so back to my uh, example with the interpersonal relationship and that individual so they did not correct their experience meaning yes they apologized for that event later on because they know that they have this reactiveness but there haven't been any types of activities that show me for example that that person is growing is not good or bad 
as for me there is no need for the corrective experience because i didn't react but let's say i have reacted okay so let's bring in the hypothetical that i had opened up pride whatever and then um, move forward with it pretending like nothing happened you know that that's where if you pretend like nothing happened there's no corrective experience corrective experience would be you being able to take that moment so um, for example you know what actually what i should do is create the scenario let's pretend that i was an ego that would have reacted to that person yelling at me and i would have started to accuse them because they accused me of insulting them i could have said i'm going to insult you because i know that you're doing what you're doing because of you having certain interests and i'm pointing it out so i'm just being honest with you and you're being a bullshitter you know and so that could have looked very different besides the um the implicit memory stuff from my past because that wouldn't have even been in the mix there would have just been an argument with the person based on egos so in that case the corrective experience would be something different i maria reacted emotionally to a person who was accusing me furthermore i was having specific emotions of my own from my past come up so i was vulnerable and stressed so the corrective experience would be in this case the attachment wound is not from infancy but it is related to a a love a family a friend a you know oversoul in that sense so a a long-term forever bond and releasing and transforming is the third step so what would take place is okay i reacted because i was emotional interacting with my caring connection who accused me of things then me reliving certain things that you know are still in this place of sadness so what can i do i bring love to it how do you bring love you just bring love to it it's okay i'm a person of course i had a reaction next time though instead of you know reacting i'll count to three and i'll pause because really when it comes to our emotions that's the one thing you do is you start learning to pause 5d people in the enlightenment soul age group were there that's why we're in isness now the other part of when uh releasing and transforming can the younger part share what is uh in need of healing i think is the word he uses uh yeah what it's helping can the younger part share what it's helping or healing and it's not about um you knowing that you're loved necessarily even though it also is about providing yourself a sense of safety Uh, it's about saying okay you're in a safe space let's look at this why do you feel unlovable why are you um, coming forth in this way because usually it will be a feeling of rejection so fear is masked by anger which is only a person can recognize this aspect and that will only happen if instead of sitting in shame blame fault revenge loops people look at themselves which is what 4d 3d don't do they just point fingers at each other and then they got each other in that adaptive child they're all self-preserving harsh unforgiving and they're doing the example that i gave had i been a 4d person in my arrogance i could have said you're an asshole what you're doing is narcissistic and i know it and i have you know and i would have been able to leverage all this information that was shared with me if i was an asshole quote unquote but you see nobody's really an asshole all these people are insecure egos i see those dynamics where people that's what it when people want to talk about empaths and narcissists or when they want to talk about avoidant anxious and when they're talking about managing their relationships versus being in actual relationships so 
relationships are different now in this case it's very clear this person has no idea of their attachment style why because they never wanted to expand on these topics they allowed themselves to apologize the way they know how they're staying to their habit for me i respect people's protectors period so whenever there are exchanges you know we've moved forward and they are behaving in their attachment style very clearly it show I, i can tell and because there's not a diving into personality and emotions and things that are in depth there's only surface level stuff okay so this isn't good or bad ever because surface level stuff is what most people live with each other those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we know that which is why we just know that we're gonna have a type of it's not in fact um you need a person to be emotionally mentally and physically mature in order to have the level of in-depth experience that an enlightenment soul age group person has with every person we meet and with our own selves we, we don't have that with most people because most people will have at one point or another their protector lens goes on and that's when we feel their lack of love they don't have that cup full of love and in fact they have their attachment wounds and instead of looking at them they will throw that shit in our face I'll present to them a way to love themselves more again this is from experience so the corrective experience as he points out this this person this doctor his name is or you know it's a doctor because he has a phd i don't maybe it's at the end the corrective experience is internal Uh, the part shares what it is holding and it feels the healing it feels seen it feels known it feels heard and at that point it gets what it didn't get internally okay his name's frank anderson md so he's the author of transcending trauma healing complex ptsd with internal family systems i need to buy his book so this is where you then will be able to heal that young attachment wound and wounds because you are the one that is seeing your own younger part and your own wound and that's why you're able to then let go of it you witness it so by witnessing it witness it is witnessed the younger child part the wounded part by the self the self would be you the self gives it so you give yourself what you need and what you never got and what you wanted and here's where the release happens and uh, if i want to use me in this uh, story i can just share that this is where the sadness in fact didn't come forth with uh, the individual is processed all on my own as as usual in a very unconditionally loving way the caring connection things went fine in fact it's completely you know found its little harmony and at the end of the day that's where for the 5d self-empowered enlightened person in the enlightenment soul age group we are way beyond spirituality because we bring the human elements together the spiritual elements those clairs everything and spirituality expansion of consciousness and that's why shiva kali krishna leela we're able to always unconditionally love because that's what we do always with our own self and others and we understand where others don't so learning to respect that to me is a very big step in the i've already been learning for a long time now i really can get it which is where the ability to hold more grown-up conversations it's always just pleasantness the part of the 
people who don't realize what they're quote-unquote missing out on they're not because their protector lens they're not sabotaging themselves they're not ready to see that they have a fear response masked by anger shame guilt unworthiness uh, fault blame they're not if they were then they'd be talking about those emotions with you they'd be talking about yeah that very specific thing not starting to get into discussion or debate so that's the minute we just have right silence but looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences call on in or leave a message and if you have any questions let me know have a great day Thank you.